Hey, Soul Questers. On this episode of a Soul's Quest podcast, we're going to be listening and watching the conclusion of Mike Sancho's interview. So, um, so you worked for the Boys and Girls Club for for thirty years. Um, I think well, those thirty years, I was actually more like twenty seven as an employee, but okay. I count my volunteer years in mm. in the movement. In the mm-hmm. movement, right. mm-hmm. and so you were able to um, to to develop those people. And, and you talked about staff. Can can you talk about some of the members, some of the kids that 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 you have well, built the, a relationship the, the, with? The first person I ever mentored was John McFadden. Mm-hmm. I taught him tennis at the gyms of the boys and girls clubs. Uh, he's now a teaching pro, tennis teaching pro. Awesome. Oh, wow. Uh, he was the first one. He was the one I messed up the most with because I was <laughs> 19 at the time. He was like 14. I was a kid myself. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I just had a, uh, sent him a message the other day. I can't make it to his wedding in September. Oh. You know, I just can't pull it off. I mean, yeah got too much going on and so i had to send him the thing so i felt real bad because he was like you got to be there and, like, oh, uh, and i can't so yeah. i gotta write him a check uh, <laughs> but, but you know then there was dashell who she calls me pops and i introduced her as my daughter yeah. uh when i was club director from dominican republic uh single mom you know struggling uh. and meet and you know she spent many weekends at my house and you know she's my daughter she when I moved down here, came visit you. Met you met Dasha. I think I have. Yeah, yeah. I think at your parties. You know, uh, she calls me pops. You know, uh, she's got two kids and then my grandkids. You yeah. know, it's funny. Her her daughter is named after my granddaughter. Wow. <laughs> Happenstance. It wasn't you know on yeah. purpose. It was just like the nickname Isabel and Isabel. And it was like they both called Izzy. Oh, like, interesting. Hey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but so you know Dasha. Then it was uh, uh, Ibn Ibn Towns who. We taught how to do how to make music yeah. from uh, sound bites on a on a computer, and then he went on to a Mac and he won national awards for digital arts festivals, Boys and Girls of America, creating digital music. He went on to teach all the other club members how to do it, which led to the DJ program. He was yeah. a DJ. Uh, I had Rockem Wolf, uh, Rock we called him. Uh, he learned how to read as a teenager oh, in wow. my office wow. because my son had the uh, Reader Rabbit software and all that, and I would just bring it in. <laughs> And, and put him in my office so nobody would see him and he would have the headphones on, close wow. the door uh-huh. in the back of my tech center and he, that's how he learned how to read. And it was funny, those two, the first grant, major grant that I ever got was a $750,000 grant mm-hmm. uh, because I took the two of them and gave the funder a club tour and groomed them to give the club tour and, be, and Rock sealed the deal. He said, if it wasn't for this tech center, I wouldn't have. Yeah. Know how to read or write, and the wow. guy's like, "What do you mean?" He said, "Mr. Mr. Sancho took me in the back and yeah. software read rabbit. That's how I learned to write. I didn't know how to read until a year ago." Yeah. Wow! And 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 so those were the kids that you know, Majig Jones and all these people. Uh, the Arenas family, uh-huh. uh, there's like twenty of them, <laughs> right? They're all like uh, little brothers and sisters to me, right? Uh, I taught Rosa how to play tennis in the gyms. I taught her sister Mary how to play tennis in the gyms. Wow. They were on the, Mary was on the board. Rosa works there now as, as one of the club directors. 
Uh, Julio was uh, head of maintenance there, right? He's very close. Friend. He moved me here to Florida. Oh, wow. <laughs> right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. These are all people that were kids in the club that we, we it was special to us, yeah. you know, yeah. our, our thing. And my background, I was like, this is my chance to get back. Mm-hmm. Because I remember one day asking, you know, I got tennis scholarships to go to Bolteri and go to that program and learn all this stuff. I became certified with the U.S. United States Professional Tennis Registry, the United States Professional Tennis Association. Mm-hmm. That costs money. No. Bob Davis, Arthur Ashe gave me scholarships, right? My scholarship to Bolteri was paid for by them, you know, by Arthur Ashe. Mm-hmm. So I asked him one day, hey, you know, uh, I owe you guys so much. What's expected of me? And they both were like, all we ask is that you help someone else on their journey to accomplish their dream. Wow. Like we helped you. Whatever that takes. It, it may mean you give somebody some money if you have it. It may mean a conversation. It may mean mentoring. Whatever yeah. it takes. When you need some, somebody comes to you for help to accomplish their dream, we just expect that you help them in some capacity. Yeah. And that's what I live to. And so the clubs were, that's my give back. That was, mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it. And it was like, wow. You know, I saw in these kids what I went through. Yeah. You know, like... Uh, the, the part I didn't tell you was, you know, I never got new clothes as a kid. Oh, yeah. So my brother Frankie, grandma's boy, got new clothes. Yeah. His clothes from last school year went to my brother Joe. Joe's clothes went to me. <laughs> Hand-me-downs. Yeah. Hand-me-downs. So, the so, best. Like, I'm seeing these kids with, you know, wearing the same clothes to yeah. school. And, you know, yeah. and it was just like, wow, I could be that person like Bob was for me. Yeah. And that's what it was about. And, and. I loved it. And then my wife was a teacher in the school system. So now those kids are in his classroom, wow. which was cool because they found out that I was dating her and then like <laughs> I'm marrying her. And they were like, oh, wow, Miss Vizens. Everybody loved her. I mean, she dropped that gorgeous. I was like, oh, you're marrying my, my, my sweetheart. And I was like, yeah, but watch out, kid. Watch out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll fight kids. Yeah. <laughs> and I stay in touch with, with all of them. Good. I mean, we're, Amazing. you know, fans on Facebook. We, Amazing. You know, like, I got to go up to Jacksonville coming up. Ibn lives in Jacksonville. Uh-huh. You know, so I'm going to go see Ibn. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Then the one I left out, they've left for the end, is my adopted son, Daquan. Daquan, yes. Daquan Foster. Mentioned him a couple times. I think yeah. I know about him a yeah. little bit. Eight years old, uh, uh-huh. Steve Urkel on steroids, uh-huh. as I described. When he's funny. <laughs> uh, my son's best friend. They, really? They're, they're, they're thicker than thieves. They're brothers. Really? I mean, Daquan That's grew awesome. up in my house. Really? Uh, Kudos to his mom to allow him to have these male role models in his life because she was a single mom that was, you know, struggling. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and he would just had these huge buck teeth that didn't fit in his mouth, oh. ears that didn't fit his head. <laughs> so cute. There was a, a talk of a dress code in the new school system. Yeah. Uh, years before it came into into rule, uh-huh. his mother dressed him in a dress code and they would pick on him Aww. and they would abuse him. And, and I mentored him. And, and uh, he's he's my child. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. I can do everything but claim him on taxes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. But, but yeah. you know, uh, we speak three times a week minimum. Wow. Uh, that's probably him buzzing me on my phone right now. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. There's a couple of things that I want to get into because um, uh, I think that that what you're describing right now is an evolution and a progression uh, of your of in your quest, which is which is. Uh, which is now the powder board as often as I can. That's my, uh, that's uh, my new quest. Yes, yeah, it is. I love that actually. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, but one of the things that I that I that I want to kind of like touch on now is um, I, I made you um, uh, quite a few years back now. Eleven years. Eleven years back, and um, wow, it's been eleven years. That's yeah. crazy. It's been eleven years there. And and one of the things that I that I that I that I saw right away was your passion and your 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 your, your focus on on people and 
and the importance of that and and how you trained and how you you really delivered the message of what it is to to live by uh, uh, an idea which is that of of making somebody else's dream come true and, and i see you uh, do that as you progress in your career with the boys and girls club how were you able to continuously hold on to that um because i know that in your career as a um, you know from where i met you don you you've 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 stayed true to yourself uh you have met a lot of obstacles yeah. and a lot of betrayals but you never deviated from the idea of 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 giving back and being true to that mission that was given to bob can you elaborate on that on what what makes you so focused on that um because it's hard you know i've known the criticism that people say oh you might be egotistical and things it's like you guys don't understand because it takes uh you live by what you you live by it you're not yeah. you, you don't talk you mean you you live by it and i've seen you so how were you able to hold on to that even in the midst of all these betrayals and things that are not always good well well let's address the egotistical part mm -hmm. right so so there's there's two reasons behind it right yeah Number one, I don't haven't been a, a CEO of Boys and Girls Club. Uh -huh. When when you at that level, executive levels, you can't survive without being without having an ego. I, yes. I, don't tell me Bill Gates doesn't have an ego, right? Everybody didn't think he had one. Now look what's happening with his divorce. <laughs> Everything coming out, right? Everybody at that level, yes, you have some form of ego because yeah. if you don't truly believe in yourself, oh, well, a little bit of ego is right? a good thing, right? right. Yeah. Uh, you, you're not going to be successful. Right. But this is kind of like what I've told you all the time. Right. It's like, like, because a lot of people don't understand what an ego is, right? And the right. ego is what you consciously know right. about yourself, right. you know, and there's good things and then there's also bad things. But um, explain that to us a little bit because I think there's a bit um, well, people goes, need to understand. It goes into the, to the second part is if you don't know my story, mm -hmm. you don't know why I have an ego. That's yeah. a front. Yeah. That's my superhero character. Yes. Yeah. I'm still that shy. Leave me alone. Let me be in the corner, chilling out person. Uh -huh. This ego protects me. Yeah. I need it. I'm, I'm not this secure. I'm more secure today than I've ever been. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow, I'll be even more secure. Uh -huh. right. That's my quest. Yeah. That's my journey. Right? I need that ego to survive. Uh -huh. In my mind. I, I do. Right? So, I put that out there because... Inside, I was unsure. Mm -hmm. Inside, I was unsafe. Yeah. Inside, I, had, I still have fears. Mm -hmm. right? You know, when I see your boys and girls from St. Lucie County, you know the fears I face. Mm -hmm. yeah. The pressure on me to make sure payroll is met. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of pressure. Hey, yeah. my neck is throbbing <laughs> yeah. at nighttime. Yeah. I thought yeah. I was going to have a heart attack. Yeah. Right? It's stressful. Uh, I can't show that to everybody so i gotta walk in with the ego yeah, yeah. i gotta strut i've gotta it was for show mm -hmm. because i well if you're the leader right and people are looking to you, you. they need to see right. somebody who is confident, confident. and knows right. that things yep. are gonna be okay right. yeah. and you exuded right. that for them because right. people are like mike seems to be yeah. all right so and, and i think people and, and not just when i was ceo right people mistook when i'm sharing these stories as ego yeah. I'm sharing these stories because you can accomplish this yeah. because yeah. we need to do this for these kids. Mm -hmm. That was my whole thing. It's like, I don't share these stories cause I want to brag. It, it doesn't, doesn't pay my bills. No, I truly care about these kids that I share these stories with. 
Right. Mm-hmm. They're part of me. Mm-hmm. They are me where, where I was. Yeah. Right. And, and that's why I was, uh, and, and to, your, to your question of, you know, how do you maintain that vision and mission of, of staying true to yourself? I, I, I don't know any other way. Okay. I don't know any other way than uh, I, was, I was given a gift with Bob Davis that changed my life, mm-hmm. saved my life. I don't know any other way but to give back. I, I just don't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's within me. The day I change that, I die as a, as a person inside. Mm-hmm. I, 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 that's scary to me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, let's be real here, right? That, yeah. that, that's the biggest fear I have. Not of dying, you know, tragic. That, that's going to happen. That's actual. Yeah. Biggest fear is I'm not true to who I am. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was always kids first. Always. Yeah. 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 Now, now let me ask you this: uh, um, as you transition, and we're going to get more into some reflection and looking back into your life and, and what you're, what, what's, what's happening now. What, what are your plans for the future? Um, one of the things that I that I like to know is I always like to compare the macro and the micro. So, as an individual, you're true to your mission. You're true to who you are, and and which is imperative for your survival, right? But when you start getting into organizations and things like that, that that perhaps are not no longer seeing things in that way, and you see different organizations that no longer see right. the focus on the kids or the individuals right. and things like that, and it becomes more of a a, a corporate mentality right. or, or something that that begins to take away from the foundation of it all. How how do you deal with that? So. And, and what do you do in that macro big level to make sure that you always stay focused on really what matters? Because again, your, 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 your journey through your life has been like dictated by individuals. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then you're able to continue that by focusing on individuals, me being one of them, but a corporation or an organization uh, misses that. So how do, you, how do we fix that? How do we maintain true to, things, uh, to those things? Well, one is who says we have to fix it. Okay. That's it's no longer say. my journey. It, it is no longer my quest to fix it. Yeah. The last couple of years at Boys and Girls Clubs, it was my quest to fix it because I was there. It's yeah. no longer my quest, not my problem. Okay. Uh, it hurts mm-hmm. to see what I know what clubs are and what clubs can be and where they are and, and seeing them change. Mm-hmm. But I'm not here to fix it. Right. Now, if they hire me through Excellence in Action Consulting Services <laughs> to fix it, I will fix it. Shout yeah. out. Shout, Shout out. out. Shout out. We're going to get into that. Yeah, I, go ahead. I will fix it. Uh-huh. But it, it's, you know, I, I can't yeah. say it any more clear. It's, mm-hmm. it's not your journey anymore. It's not my journey, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you talked about betrayals, right? How, how did I overcome betrayals with people? I know the people you're talking about, right? And I know them. A, a, a couple of reasons why. If I don't take a chance on people, I don't meet you. Yeah. That's simple. Okay. If I don't take a chance on Daquan, I don't have this pleasure in my life. Yeah. So the the beauty of having you as my brother, having, you know, sitting here with the both of you far outweighs any betrayal anybody did to me. Because at the end of the day, ain't none of them paid my bills. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. None of them, you know, were there to take a a, a, a belt to the back when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. They weren't there for that. Mm-hmm. So inherently, mm-hmm. that's part of the game. Right, so okay, I'm gonna have some betrayals. Okay, who's at a loss, me or them? No. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, now, 
I was able to overcome those things because you know my mentality. Well, if you're that big of a bad person, let's go in the parking lot see who wins. Yeah. I'll whoop your ass. You know, type thing. So, you know, hey, Queens had, comes out. Hey, you know, hey, hey, it's you like know, you can't deny where hey, you're from. It's like it comes out. Hey, I'll tell you what, if I push comes to shove, you, you're going to start looking like my grandfather real quick. Right? You know, th- those type of things, right? So, you know, mm. at the end of the day, I got an incredible wife yeah. and family. Uh-huh. Right? So it's so easy for me to, yeah. to, to see that. But, you know, Magda has been a big part of, you know, we've been together 30 years, married now, it's going to be 27. Wow. Uh, a big part of keeping me, you know, grounded yeah. and, and keeping me, you know, a, yeah. keep being you, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, she was, I, I'm a very trusting person, mm-hmm. you know, and then that's part of the betrayals. Yeah. So what? And, and again, it's like the, the interesting thing, even with all that, it's, it's, you're believing yourself, but also staying true. You know, like understanding your background, understanding your perspective, and understanding that that uh, I mean, again, from your leadership style, is the fact that you, uh, although we we, we see a, a a collective, you know, the right. goal is always being simple is is for those the people that we serve, yeah. and it doesn't matter if it's an employee or. Right. Or 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 um, or or a child. Yeah, it goes matter. directly to that. No, I mean, you know, being in the Boys and Girls Club movement for so many years, how many people have I've met? Yeah, I'm connected with. That's the beauty of it, mm-hmm. right? So if they elect, and in, in any company, any organization, any nonprofit can move whatever direction they want. That's their their right. If they want to go in that direction, mm-hmm. then it's not the right fit for me. Yeah. At some point. It, was no longer the right fit for me, and that's right. okay. And that's yeah, yeah. that's okay. Exactly. So, so, so now I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm kind of like hijacking the the, the conversation, but I didn't even. That's all right. No, <laughs> I mean, I I find that um, you're just I'm really I'm mesmerized by your story first because I don't know your story. I'm um, surprised that you didn't know that story. I didn't know. You talk to your wife more. Often. I do <laughs> know about your boys and we clubs do. journey, boys and girls clubs journey, um, because Omar has had a similar journey, right. Um, and it's been um, tenuous, yeah. To put it nicely, and um, and I'll leave it there because I think that's the best thing to do. Because I'm very protective of Omar. Well, I will say th- I will say this, right? So, so to to your point, mm-hmm. right? Any business, yeah, right. Let, let's mm-hmm. call it what it is, right? Yeah. It's a nonprofit. Any business. organization, yes. Any business, any mm-hmm. organization. Mm-hmm. When you have people working, there are going to be people that just want to advance, 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 and Absolutely. not care about others, right? Yeah. And I think, and and that was I was I was going to allude to that. I don't think it was necessarily. It could have been any other organization that you were involved right. in, and mm-hmm. these things could have happened. So I don't want to say because the boys and girls clubs is is it was a really great place. You know what I mean? Yes. And so. But I think that you guys have really evolved. You specifically have really evolved, and that your your mindset has always been about taking care of other people, yeah, yeah. and that is really honorable. and And I respect that deeply because some people get tainted by those things, and they sort of just like, "Fuck that! I'm not doing this. I'm not. I'm not taking care of nobody. I'm going to be yeah. selfish. I'm not going to do." You didn't do that, and that that speaks volumes to me because yeah. some people are so jaded that they just take it out on everything else, you know? And right, it, it could have been your wife that was so amazing and supportive and the people in your system that was around you, your, your tribe. But there was a mindset for you personally. But, but there was, there was a second mindset that I want to share with everybody is being this family person. 
family means the world to me because I didn't have family. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we can, and I can I mean, tell that. I mean, yeah, yeah, I can see that. We eat dinner, like my yeah. son's living with us for temporarily right now. We eat dinner together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. when I moved to Florida, I mean, you know, tell the story, my in-laws moved in with us. My father was freaking out. It was like, no, we don't eat till I get here. <laughs> right. Like, my house, my rules. Yeah. And when I come home, I get 10 minutes to myself. So if yeah. you got to yeah. wait 10 minutes to eat, yeah. yo, papa, wait 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah. You know, but again, that's, family means the world to me so to me at the end of it was i make no bones about it right yeah. everybody always talked about mike's always going on vacation damn it i worked 30 awesome. years in a boys that's club. awesome but, but <laughs> i'm talking about during my boys and girls club career right okay he would tell you i would take my vacations yeah, yeah. i'm not waiting till the day i die no 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 I, I, well, you, listen you, work, you, you work your way up through the system yeah. uh, and then united way i i I had at the end of my journey, what I was getting forty days a year, personal time off. Yeah, I nothing carried over. I no. took my forty every year. Yeah, <laughs> listen, there was days I called them. Was like, I'm not feeling well. I need a mental health day. Yeah, you know, hey, it's li- mine. I'm with you. Yeah. And, and and people like, you know, they they mistake that. It's like, no, my wife is saying we're going on vacation. I'm out. Yeah, no. yeah. I'm going to live life that's mm-hmm. the one thing I, I love about my wife so i really never traveled until i met her mm-hmm. and the first vacation we took together was on a cruise mm-hmm. and i had to borrow the money to go on a cruise <laughs> right i had to take a loan from the job and and uh, from safe passing foundation and I pay it back <laughs> out of my paycheck oh, um, but you know she was like i travel and and we got we started living together and then we got married but she always had at her credit union a travel club yeah. part of her check when it's travel it's like I'm doing that. And so I'm not giving that up. Yeah. That's that's who we are. Yeah. You know, the, the Santa yeah. Vicente household. That's what we do. Yeah. yeah. That's how we roll. But that's but awesome. but but it's interesting. I, I I like recently I've been listening to a lot of um uh, reading a lot of articles about people not working, you know, that don't want to work hard. And I've seen your work ethic and I've seen how hard you work and how often and how frequent. And it doesn't feel like work from when I see you. But also the the fact that you're able to find this balance and 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 take those vacations because they're there they're for you, and how, what do you what do you make to that? Because I know that if you're not good and a hundred percent, how good are you going to be to somebody else? Well, that's just the whole thing. It's important for you to like take these moments to be with, you know, to be with Magda, to be right. with your to be with your friends. I I I, I read um. In you know, we do the surveys to find out about our people that we're going to interview and stuff and whatever. But there was this one little snippet that you had in there because I didn't really get to read everything. And so I'm glad because now I'm finding it out here and it's amazing. But you had said your friends are that's like that's what your your little community like that's everything to you it going is. on these trips and experiencing that. Like I'm a big person. I take time off all the time at my job. I'm like, hold on. I got to I got to calculate because I don't have that much time. I got to I want to take time off. I don't save time. I don't care about getting a check. If I retire, I don't care about that shit. I just want to take time off and enjoy myself. Well, and, and so 30 years in Boys and Girls Club movement. Right. Mm-hmm. And for someone to make a decision to merge my position. Yeah. As a VP of operations with the VP of finance position. Yeah. And my career's over. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I did all that for what? Yeah. Yeah. Right, so I go back and do it all over again because I did it for the kids. Yeah. yeah, that was the that was the bottom line. But so like that doesn't define me. No, no, you know you made a poor decision in doing that. 
yeah. your loss. You know, I hear the things of like, well, you know, there's nobody who has that teaching mindset and all mm-hmm. of that. Not my problem. Yeah. Okay. That's on you. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't know what they thought would happen. Right. That I was going to sink and cry. No. Yeah, life moves You're on. living your best I'm life. I'm living now. My, every day is better <laughs> than this. Is your before. best life right yeah. now? Yeah, I love I mean, it. I mean, think about it. That was 2019. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> so what has happened since then? And this is this is a perfect segue. What has happened since then? Because there's so much. Okay. This is where I want to get into. <laughs> so so June 2019 comes along. You know, I was told. You know, like 40 days out. This is what's going to happen. I was allowed to write my own departure message. It was great. They took care of me. They really did take care of me. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? It, was, it was a pleasant, it was peaceful mm-hmm. departure on both sides. Right. Right. Uh, I accomplished a lifelong dream. I did stand up comedy <laughs> at the improv. <laughs> I think I recall yes, yes, the video on this. You did good, actually. Thank you. You did good. I got to get back into it. We, but but <laughs> I did, I did, I did a, a set at the improv, stand up comedy, right? I started my own consulting company. Yeah. I got into paddleboarding. Like, oh, so you never did paddleboarding. I never did that. Oh, that's interesting. No, You're pretty no. good at it. So so <laughs> I did uh, paddleboarding in January of 2019 for 10 minutes, fell off, couldn't get back on the board at uh, Jupiter Sandbar mm-hmm. okay. with, with my friend Craig. <laughs> and he kept on me. He kept on me. I was like, yo, dude, that ain't for me. Uh, I looked embarrassed. He actually had to tell me while he was paddling his paddleboard, me hanging on the back of my, I couldn't get back up on the board. It was embarrassing. (laughs) So, you know, right after that, we're at Long Point, perfect water. He got me on the board, didn't give up. Three hours later, I still hadn't fallen off. Nice. We were paddling. I loved it. He didn't know this. I go home, Magda goes on, because she fell off too. She goes on. She falls like three times that day. The whole week, but she's paddling. So yeah. we didn't have enough board, so the guys would go out, and the girls would go out. Okay. And on the ride back home, she says, hey, let's get paddleboards. I said, okay. <laughs> I get home. I go online. I order two Blackfin paddleboards. They come in Friday. I take a picture of the boxes in my kitchen, and I send it to Craig and Mike. Yeah. And Craig's like, yo, dude, what is that? I go to Blackfin paddleboards. He goes, what are they doing in your kitchen? I was like, <laughs> I brought two boards. He goes, no way. I was like, no, I brought two boards. They're mine. I have paddle boards. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been paddle boarding ever since. Ever since. I'm just like, so it, it was, again, learning. Yeah. Uh, I fall off still yeah. on occasion, but I can now walk on my board. I can go to the front of my board. So when I'm in uh, shallow water with trees and stuff, I can get the back of my board up. Uh-huh. I dance on my board. Huh, I got really? music on it. So now I brought a, a pedal kayak. Uh, for rougher water, so we go to the ocean. At least we have somebody tow us. You know, uh-huh. I'm into paddleboarding. Who would have thought I would have done paddleboarding? That's awesome. Uh, life is a grind. Yeah. So, so work and career interferes with life. Mm-hmm. And, and if I if I could do one thing all over again, I think I would have went into business many many years ago for yeah. myself because it gives me the lifestyle. In the last year and a half, I have seen my daughter and grandkids more in that time. Than the previous five years combined. Uh-huh. Wow. It was like, you know, we would take care of our endless just to get up there to Jersey to see them and when they would come down. Yeah. And, yeah. and it was like, I missed out on so much. For the first time, uh, 2019, first mm-hmm. time in eight years, we had Thanksgiving dinner together. Oh, wow. wow. With my daughter, my son, my grandkids. That must have wow. been something. The last time we had Thanksgiving dinner together, my second granddaughter was born. Wow. Uh, we had Thanksgiving dinner 
and then Saturday she was born. Yeah. Amazing. You know, so eight years. That's that's that sucked. Yeah. That that should never happen. No. Right. So it's never going to happen in my house again. Right now they moved to North Carolina, so it's a ten hour car. That's ride. an hour car drive. Yeah. Ten hours. No yeah. biggie. No biggie. So <clears throat> yeah, it's it's just I'm doing these things. I'm, I'm yeah. into podcasting now. I've got a. So tell us about that. Tell us about uh, excellence in action. Right. Uh, the podcastings. Uh, cause there's, there's, there's a few, yeah. tell us about that part now that, that is a, a new adventure. Well, I, the reason I went into business for myself was, was kind of because at the time, you know, my father-in-law was still alive. We, uh -huh. we moved to Florida to take care of them, to move them from Puerto Rico to, to live with us and they needed warm weather climate. Yeah. Mm. And, and so that's why we wound up in Florida. Uh, and so at the time I remember, uh, someone from the national office contacted me and said, Mike, we get you another job in Florida on the other coast right away. Yeah. And I was like, I, I can't move. Take care of my in-laws, you know, and I'm not going to be traveling, traveling three hours across the state. And I'm not yeah, going yeah. to be my grandfather and come home on weekends. And, yeah. And, and, no, and no. I never, you know, have yeah. that. So I said, I do best of both worlds. I really need to be here for her. Mm -hmm. We had always worked real hard to be financially stable. Mm -hmm. Like we have no debt, none except my, my car payment. Yeah. Big deal, right. but right, you also. But you, let me just kind of like m mention that. I mean, the, you, uh, Magda was a, 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 a um, school teacher. A school teacher. Right. Uh, you worked at the Boys and Girls Club, which right. is not the highest paying right. of jobs. So there was a lot of planning and a lot of uh, financial uh, discipline that went into making sure Dude, that these things happened. I drove a Toyota Previa minivan, the spaceship, the spaceship, <laughs> and I only got rid of it and donated to a church. Uh -huh. When the handles finally came off in my hand, like like, I went to go, my daughter borrowed it to move, and I went to go readjust the seat, and the handle came off my hand. <laughs> I went to turn the radio station, the, hand, the knob came off my hand. Oh, the man. final straw was the sliding so literally door. literally until the fell handles apart. Until the wheels fell off. It's hilarious. I mean, like. That's sort of I, like Omar's Honda Civic, where you could see the ground on the CRV. driver's side. It was CRV. 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 The first Sorry. brand new car I ever purchased was a 2007 Toyota Camry. Now, Magda's first brand new car she ever purchased was a, I want to say 1999 uh, Chevy Cavalier, mm -hmm. right? Because we needed to. I mean, we, we would save money. Uh, you know, we were always going away. Yeah. We were always leaving the yep. country. We were going on vacation. Yeah. We were always going to have a Christmas club. But she would put money away and sacrifice like we didn't eat out. Like she, like, no, take food from the house yeah. you know, for lunch. Yeah. I, I would always live nearby home so I could go home to eat food. So we didn't go eat now. We didn't do things. We didn't, you know, we got each other nice gifts. Yeah. But we are gifts to each other's more traveling. Yeah. And so, you know, we put stuff aside. And that was the struggle. That That's what we did to make ends meet. Both our kids, we didn't take one loan for them to go to college. Awesome. Not one loan. That's good. Okay. We saved the money put it away and, and we sacrificed and they both graduated. The whole family graduated debt free two times. Awesome. That's amazing. Awesome. Right? So those were the type of things like, you know, uh, I was excited to get a Lexus. Yeah. Yeah. And because I was like, yeah, I made it, you know, yeah. uh, you sacrifice. Right. So it's, it's, it's being, and I got to give Magda credit, you know, cause I'll be like, Oh, dude, let me go buy that Cadillac. Yeah. You know, no, keep the plan in mind, you know, yeah, and just have a plan and work it. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. and 
you know this, right? My property taxes in New Jersey was ten thousand dollars a year when I when I moved down here. When I sold the house, it was thirteen thousand. Yeah. You know, my my gas and electric bill was six hundred bucks a month. I'm paying one sixty five, not one sixty one. Yeah. Like I'm putting money in my pocket living yeah. down here. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, but I couldn't live here and then move up there. It's so up because I lived up there. I can move down here. Yeah, yeah. correct. Right? Yeah, financially. correct. So, financially, yeah. Yeah, so it doesn't work in reverse. Well, you know, like, I can't move up there now. Yeah, yeah. I could. But why, no, do, I want, why no. do I want to go back to yeah, pension no. pennies? Right? Yeah. So it's just being able to to focus on a goal uh-huh. and saying this is what we're going to do. Yeah. And live to it. You know, yeah. no flashiness. Mm-mm. You know, not walking around custom made suits or anything. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. But now look at it. But you've been it to a lot more like places than a lot of people have. I yeah. Mean. I mean, you know, when those Facebook lists come out, like every state check off or all the yeah. places you go. I'm always like the places around the world I'm in the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I've come out, I've been to Europe several times. Uh-huh. I've been on cruises. I've been to every Caribbean Island except Cuba and Haiti. Yeah. I awesome. mean, I've been, you know, South America's next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. You know, Central America too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Central, I've been to places in Central America. I've been to Belize. I've been to Honduras, you know, mm-hmm. I've been to Costa Rica, you know, I'm like yeah. all over. I mean, it's yeah. like, come on, you know, Australia's coming up, hopefully, you know, Africa one day. That would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So so it's all about really setting a plan, yep. um, uh, uh, understanding that you have to sacrifice. I mean, it's yeah. uh, uh, one of the one of the the things that I that I always say is that there's no bliss without sacrifice. Right. You gotta you gotta be able to do that. Um, but now tell us about excellence in action. This is so, one of the things that I really want to get into. So way back uh, 2005 in in Newark, Felix, who was my program director, became CEO. I became VP of Programs and Services. And we got together and wanted to really change the, what we were doing at the clubs. And we wanted to have a, a system of recognition and rewarding. And he created, uh, well, we created excellence in action. Mm-hmm. Right? And it was just this concept of everything we do, we want to display excellence in action. Yeah. So when I thought of the name of my company, I reached out to Felix and said, yo, dude, did anybody ever copyright this or anything? He was like, no. He goes, why? So I'm going to start being, he goes, use it. I was like, okay. Yeah. So I changed the logo a little bit, but mm-hmm. it was that concept of excellence in action. You know, in yeah. uh, Martin County, I, I, I tried to have pieces of that, and St. Lucie County was the same thing. It was like mm-hmm. everything we do, we got to strive to be excellence in our actions mm-hmm. because our kids deserve nothing less. Correct. And that's what it was always about. Kids yeah. deserve nothing less. So that was a natural fit for me to, to name the business. So it was to, and, and I thought, wow, I've spent my whole life really in nonprofit work. Yeah. Right. Even even the Safe Passage Foundation, mm-hmm. even Bob's Tamar Tennis Academy was, you know, kids on scholarships. Yeah. Right. right? right. Uh, he had a tennis tournament called the the Bob Davis Tennis Classic. Was a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. It was a raise money to pay for the scholarship. So I've always been involved in, in nonprofits. The mission of my company is to save lives by strengthening small businesses, nonprofits, and youth development programs. Yeah. Nice. True to my mission of continuing to help others. Okay. And so I was like. I don't want to go work for anybody else. No. Why? I could do this. Yeah. Scared as all hell. <laughs> uh, yeah. Spent the summer of 2019 doing my website, putting the business together, uh-huh. but launched it. Yeah. Uh, and I said, I have a goal. I'm going to travel at the end of the summer. We're going to do our traveling through the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I will get two clients. That was my goal. I will get two clients in January of 2019. 20, 2020. 2020. 2020. Yeah. 2020. Got two clients in the pandemic hit. Uh. <laughs> but, you know, I... I Perfect. I, I wasn't having no bills. Mm-hmm. Wasn't worried about doing this. Yeah. It would have been a whole different story if 
we were struggling. We had mortgage. Mm-hmm. The whole yeah. night. Nope. Yeah, you know, sure. we, we, we were lucky. We, we worked the plan. So, so sacrificing up front right. you, in right. your young age yeah. allowed you the flexibility to be right. able to do this right. now, because too. Because if not, I probably would have went to a boys and girls club on the West Coast. Yeah. Because then my, my, my father-in-law died. And then I would have went to the West Coast and I would have bought another house. Yeah. yeah. I would have taken a mortgage. Uh-huh. And yeah. I would have been there two, three days a week. Yeah. And home. I would yeah. have been back and forth with Magda, you know, coming yeah. over to, with me. Uh, mm-hmm. And I would have been miserable. Yeah. I, I really would have. Uh, so we started Excellence in Action and, and looking at three areas of, of, of what I call need. So we provide capacity building. So we, mm-hmm. we come in, we, we'll do a SOAR analysis instead of a SWOT. I don't like the term SWOT analysis. So uh, for me, it's, it's SOAR. It's, uh, we measure your strengths, opportunities, aspirations, and results, nice. Uh, as opposed to strength, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Because you know me, yes. there's no such thing as, as threats or weaknesses in my okay. world. No, mm-hmm. right? those are nothing but opportunities, right? It's, nope. it's it's you know, your apple pie fell on the floor. Well, there's an opportunity to start an ant farm. I don't know. Yes. I got to find a positive. In compost, things, you know, right? compost. You know, uh-huh. you know if, you, if you believe in roaches, leave it there. Um, uh-huh. You know, so so those type of things. And then we do strategic planning. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, we will also do program development. Nice. Uh, and uh, planning. And so it's all using my years of experience. Like mm-hmm. in my world with Boys and Girls Clubs, I led teams that won 52 program awards on local, state, regional, and national levels. Right. Correct. Like yeah. I know how to take a program, make it an award-winning program. You know how to do do that. Mm-hmm. We've always talked about programs. It was never with the mindset of let's do this program for kids. It was always with the mindset, we got to make this an award-winning program because the kids yeah. benefit from they, it. Yeah. They deserve it. Totally. So they deserve it. It's building on that. Then it's operational support. So I have this whole background in operations and facilities. And mm-hmm. I see organizations. I see smaller businesses. They don't know what they're doing. They don't have the resources to do the plans. I mean, I wrote a child safety manual from scratch. Yeah. Took me, what was it, to get the first draft done, nine months. Mm-hmm. And then 14 months to finally get it finalized and start training staff. Wow. Why? Because I'm doing my job. Yeah. So I do five minutes here, 10 minutes there, an hour yeah. here. Yeah. Now I can come in and knock it out for you, you know, in two months. Yeah. You know, I'll come yeah. be on site. So I do those plans, operation plans to facility planning and schedule. Like, you know, when I came to Martin County, we didn't have any facility issues because mm-hmm. I had plans. Like, yeah. This is when you, you uh, fix things. This is when you service them. Yeah. This is when the life expectancy ends. Yeah. Like, until I did a reserve study for the Boys and Girls Club Martin County, I've never heard of a nonprofit doing a reserve study. Mm. And I only came across that because I'm on my HOA's board. Okay. We, have, we live with reserve studies. Uh-huh. We live with reserve funds. Uh, okay. So I, part of my HOA dues pays for the road to be replaced in 30 years. Yeah. Duh. Why wouldn't Boys and Girls Club do that? So I you know, got a reserve study done for the Boys and Girls Clubs. Yeah. You know? So now I can do that for organizations. I was like, wow, we paid $15,000 for that. I can do that for seventy five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mentality. So so I do that. Did staff development, which plays to my strengths. Yeah. So, uh, we come in and do a staff development plan. Like, you know, started with him eleven years ago. It's like, mm-hmm. where do you want to be? You know, the plan. These yep. are the trainings you have to take. These yep. are the things you have to. Here's do. the book. Start reading. Yeah. yeah. Like program basics. Right. Program basics. Here yeah. it is. Yeah. So so it's it's putting those plans together. I could do those. I could do the trainings. I was a national training associate, so I do those. Uh, one of my contracts with Boys and Girls Club Palm Beach County, I do trainings for them. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, so I do that. And then this, power. Yes. Tell us so, about power. So it's my uh, newest uh, thing. So I've always wanted to do career coaching and mentoring on a formal 
like business base. Excuse me, my, uh, no, my, not you, guys, you guys have cats here. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're we're we're, we're we cat are, people. We are cat people. Yes, and uh, I um, told Omar we need yeah. to let people know. Yeah. <laughs> no, he knew. But we, 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 yeah, I, I, right. I doubled my medicine before. There I got. Yeah, he oh, did. Wow. Was, okay. Yeah. So, uh, so powers created just on my. I was mentored growing up. Right. We just told that story. Yeah. I've been a career coach for people. So mm-hmm. I've been mentored and coached mm-hmm. and I've been coaching and mentoring. So I was like, wow, I, I got to do my thing. Yeah. So I look at all these people and I see people, you know, like I remember one lady that I brought to the boys and girls. Club, yes, 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 yes. Career yes, coach for people. And, you know, I, I put something on LinkedIn, connected with her and she calls me. We set up a meeting and I'm thinking, you know, she's a coach. She's going to ask me. She wants to be my coach. I'm like. First of all, I can run circles. You know, my mind. I didn't say this. I can run circles around you. Right. I have a, a coach, yeah. Bob Davis. Yeah, I wouldn't be here without him. Why would I replace him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, like. And her whole focus was, well, I want to coach you. Like, you can't coach me. Yeah, I coach you. Yeah, you know. And she never called me again. Never contacted <laughs> me again. Like that's not somebody who's one of his career coach. And like, yeah. there's people like that out there. And there's nothing wrong. That's your that's your game. Yeah. More That's power your niche. To you. Go for it. Go yeah. for it. Right. So I was like, before I do it, I want to have a system. So mm-hmm. I started putting documents together and doing all the things and, and measurements and all that. And then I said, you know me, my creative side is like, it's got to be something that grabs. So it, it has like, a punch. One day I was doing some research on something else. I saw the word power. I was like, That's my program's name. Mm. And so Power Career Coaching and Mentoring Program. Is an acronym. Uh-huh. So in power, you sign up. We measure, the P stands for we measure your performance against potential. Here's your potential. Where are you performing to it? Yeah. Right? We want you to perform to your full potential. Uh, so we measure that. Uh-huh. Then we look at the opportunities. What opportunities do you have, your current place of work, locally, regionally, nationally, to grow your career? I want you to get to the next phase of your career and the next phase after that. I want yeah. you to grow. Then we look at where do you want to be? So the W, where do you want to be at six months, a year, whatever your timeline is. Then E stands for excellence in action, mm-hmm. right? We we put an excellence in action plan together because I firmly believe that if you want career advancement and you want to grow, you got to be excellent at your current job before yeah. you get to the next one. Correct, yeah. Why would I give you a promotion if you're not excellent at what you do? Yeah, right. right? If you're not good at it, man, I'm not going to promote you to a, something even bigger. Yeah. Give you more responsibility. Oh, yeah, that makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. Setting up a failure. Right. So we're going to put that action, excellence and action plan together for you. And then R is we're going to measure results. Right. We look at the results. Where, where did you get to? And then everything that worked, we're going to repeat it. Yeah. And then when you get to the next phase, we start the clock. Oh, we repeat it again. Right. Yeah. We start all over again. Yeah. Uh-huh. What's yeah. your new potential? Right. What are the opportunities now? Mm-hmm. What do you have to learn in the whole night? Yeah. So, you just keep the cycle going. Right. Yeah. And, and, we do all the things that all these career coaches do, right? Yeah. The action plans and mm-hmm. the discussions and all that. I discuss things. He'll tell you. It's a whole different discussion yeah, than you got me. Yeah. yeah. Right? Because I'm real. Yeah. Right? I, Which I is how it should be. I'm, I, you know, I could go ahead, spend the money and, and become a certified coach and all that. I don't want your nouveau stuff. I know what works. I looked at him and told him he was going to be successful. Since I've helped him, he has done nothing but his salary grow. Mm-hmm. Intentional. Mm-hmm. Mandy, same thing. Yeah. Felix went on program already to be my CEO. It works because mm-hmm. it worked with me. Yeah. So I don't want this 
fluff and stuff, right? I know what works. I know what to sit there. So the difference that we will do is I will put my foot in your ass when you need it. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna put my foot in his ass. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. How many times did I pull him aside and said, "Man, stop." Yeah. Yep. Stop disbelieving in yourself. Stop yeah. overthinking you so much. it. You know, stop being so hard on yourself. You're yeah. overthinking it. Yeah. Right. A coach will, a good coach will know to do that. Yeah. I right. know to do that. Right. And then the, the second thing that we're different than everybody else is, I want you to pay me to be your career coach and mentor, but I don't want you to pay me forever. Right. I want to quickly get you off my payroll, so to speak. And yeah. I want you to become an extended family member. This is my brother for life. Yeah. Right. That's it. I mean, there's there's no two ways around it. Mm-hmm. He's stuck with me. I'm stuck with him. Right. Thick and thin. <laughs> right. That's what I want with the people I coach, career wise and, and and in life. Yeah. And and that's power. Yeah. So, that's and awesome. then I have the, the all the podcast stuff. Yeah, it's all the podcast stuff. <laughs> so, uh, I did a podcast, a pilot podcast, in 2007, uh-huh. I believe. Boys and Girls Club Newark. Uh, I didn't realize I needed software, so I had somebody call in, and I, I got the audio, but it wasn't loud enough, and and I just never really got it off the ground. So I've always had this thing about podcasting. I always wanted yeah. to do it, yeah. uh, and I finally, you know, having the time, got into it, and so I have three podcasts that I'm focusing on. So the first one is actually live. I'm going to be doing episode nine coming up. Uh-huh. It's called HOA Real Talk. Right. Yep. And so I've lived in a homeowners association now for 11 years. <laughs> I've been on the board now for my second go around. Right. So I did research. There's limited stuff on podcasting for HOAs. Yep. And the few that I found are, are from the opinions of a, a HOA attorney or property manager. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to hear from homeowners. I yeah. want to hear from board members. Yeah. So I created this one to help homeowners navigate living in a deed-restricted community uh-huh. that's run by a homeowners association and help board members become better community leaders. Yeah. Right. plays to my strengths of always wanting to help people. So the show's... Based on that. So, right. well, you know, I've had candid conversations about what's going on. My next one's going to be about, so you want to be on a board? <laughs> right? And I'm going to share, you know, I'm going to share why you should want to be on a board versus why you shouldn't be on the board. No. If, you know, if yeah, the reason you should run mm-hmm. for the board. Uh, mm-hmm. The next one is uh, business to business video cast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just how we're doing here, you know, sharing stories. I want to share business stories. I okay. want businesses to connect to one another nice. via video. Yeah, and and share. This is my business. This is my business philosophy. These are the products I have. Hmm. Let's connect. Okay. Yes, right. It's all about connecting. And uh-huh. so I love chambers of commerce. But when you go to a chamber of commerce and you go to an event, for example, chamber breakfast, I sit down with Omar. We start talking. The event starts. We don't finish the conversation. Yeah, you don't finish. Yeah, it. That's true. And we never we get we go back. Life gets in the way. Business gets in the way. Uh-huh. Unless I need you. I don't connect until I see him again at the next chamber mm-hmm. breakfast. If we're fortunate enough to run into each other, because now yeah. I'm not trying to see him. I'm trying to see you because yeah. you got a different business. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We really never fully connect. So I yeah. want this to be that connecting tool. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I'm in the middle of putting that together. Okay. And then the third one is called the mentoring tree. Actually the fourth one now. No, no. One, two, three. HOA oh, real talk. You're right. Okay. My bad. Yeah. Well, excellence like, in action. Is, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. There's not a podcast. For excellence in action. Yeah. Excellence in action, action. Yeah. Yeah. action is division. Excellence right. in action podcast. Is a division of excellence in action consulting. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. Gotcha. And okay. then it's it's the mentoring tree. Okay. Yep. So, just how we shared my story of mentoring Omar mm-hmm. and yeah, Daquan, I want to connect with mentors all across the country so they can share their stories on yep. the podcast. So nice. we're hoping to launch that at the end of the summer. Nice. Yeah. That that's good. Yeah, that's awesome. Share these stories. Yeah. This is this that's has been deep. a that's good. This is very good stuff. And 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 again, it's it, it's uh, I like the way that you 
punctuate things because it's kind of like lead into leads into the next part of our of our of our conversation, which is the part last part of our conversation, which is called the SKIAR reflection, right? And the idea of SKIAR is uh, an acronym that uh, that we created, which is Latin for known, you know. And I think that as you go through your journey in life, there are things that become known to you. Um, but seldom do we take the time to really reflect on it. And and listening to your story today, um, it, it almost feels like your 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 life was written, and 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 it developed in a in a unique organic way from from the pain of of, of childhood uh, through that rebellious stage of becoming your individual to finding tennis to then finding the boys and girls club and then finding Bob and then being able to duplicate that as you continue to go along that right there it's really the symbolism of a soul's quest and again it's like we really really talked about finances a little bit and the importance of planning but it's not that's never been the primary the primary focus. So, so when, so when we start talking about this KR reflection, the first part is that that we always look back is solitude, and 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 solitude is uh, something that's needed because it allows us the opportunity to reflect. So, as we kind of like I just outlined your life, and you talked about all this stuff, and you reflect on the, on those moments of quietness of solitude, what are some of the things that you gotten from doing that? Man, it, well, well, most important thing I think it keeps me grounded. Okay, right, because when when I do the self reflection, like I've got a forty minute drive home, I will reflect on this, yeah, this day. You know, yeah. I reflect on us being together. Right, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm not going to reflect on what I said. I'm going to reflect on wow, I got to spend time with with Jesse and Omar, and man, we got to do this more often. Yeah. And, yeah. and so it keeps me grounded. Take us paddleboarding. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. I mean, you know, if you guys didn't have that party, I tell you, you could stay in our RV. I mean, the dinette, you're short enough. Uh, <laughs> I snore though, because I got kicked out last time. Hey, I, I, I snore too. So, <laughs> so uh, it's funny in the in the uh, travel trailer where the dinette folds down. There's a draw. Earplugs in there. Ah, I have earplugs. Yeah, I sleep with yeah. the earplugs. So, I'm gonna have to put oh. my business out sorry there like that. that. Oh, wow. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you put it out there. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. How do people think I sleep yeah. at night? So, so uh, the first one is is you know keep me grounded, but yeah. but also how lucky I am, mm-hmm. right? I mean, would I have this life? Would I be who I am if I didn't go through the abuse? Yeah, right. So, yeah, it was bad. But I got to put it in perspective, like my aunt always says, it's a miracle none of you ever wound up in jail for killing somebody or doing drugs. <laughs> yeah. That's a good right? point. So, so those are the two things. It it's, keeps me grounded in how how lucky am I? Mm-hmm. Uh, something else that's the C part of the SKR, uh, um, um, what he means is that it's confrontation, right? And I think that in a lot of uh, in a lot of your stories from 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 sitting down and telling your your grandfather, I'm leaving. Um, for and 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 as you went through, really be able to confront confront situations. What takeaways do you do you get from that? From being able to be assertive enough to confront the situations, uh, to to go and say at 11 years old, hey, I need a job. Um, at 16, I'm leaving. You know, uh, what gave you the courage and the and the, the the power to be able to do that at such a in those moments in your life? I have no idea, <laughs> and I'm not ever going to try to figure it out. Okay, just is what it is, man. 
You know, yeah. I, I would say instead of instead of uh, confrontation, control. Okay. Control my own destiny. Okay. You know, yeah. Bob instilled that in me. Uh-huh. You know, I guess I had a little bit of that that made me go to Tamar Tennis Academy. Yeah. But I've got to control. You can't control it. Magda can't control it. No. Yeah. Yeah. I can control it. Right. right. My yeah. actions. It's like, you know, you go to work and a guy cuts you off. You're going to be angry the rest of the day. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's control. So I, I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't have an answer to that one. Okay. Okay. So what are some of the biggest lessons? Wait, 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 what about A? Yeah, I'm getting to oh, that. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. An I, I, I there's an eye. First. There's an eye. There's an eye. Yeah, I. yeah. There's an eye. It's Latin. That language. I got the eye. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. I'm relaxed. <laughs> I'm not in work mode. I've been in work mode in two years. Hey, you know. <laughs> trust me, I've been off from work for like two weeks, and I'm just. Uh, I don't have anxiety anymore to check my emails. It's like amazing. I'm I'm desperate to get there. <laughs> I have out there. not had stress in two years. Yeah. No stress, no anxiety. But you, I'm working more, but it doesn't feel like it. It just I is mean, not. Y'all, y'all don't need to keep rubbing. Oh, it okay, can, sorry, sorry. I, we'll talk about that uh, later. I, okay. I, 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 I. So integrating. So there was a lot of a lot, a lot of situations, a lot of things that you that you have experienced. What are some of the like maybe the top three things that you have been able to integrate into into your into your life and into your continuous quest? Uh, I, I think the most important one is family. Mm-hmm. I created my own family. Okay. My, so, so, yeah, I'm getting married and have my kids, but, you know, the kids that I mentored that are my kids, they, yeah, Daquan, Dasha. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, family's the, the integration. Happiness. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've struggled to be happy. Yeah. My whole life, right? And I found happiness with Magda. Uh-huh. And that struggle ended, but then it was like work-wise, career-wise. Yeah. I was happy, but was I fulfilled? Yeah. Yeah, but was I really happy? Uh-huh. No. I'm the happiest I've ever been. Uh-huh. And what do you attribute that to? I don't, I don't reflect on it. You know, okay. I, I, yeah, the hard work pays off, uh-huh. maybe, right? If, if, if you put me on the spot, it's, it's, you do all this. I've done all this. It's got to be worth something. Uh-huh. Yeah. What, what's, what's the payout? Like yeah. I've earned good money throughout my career. As I moved up, I've earned, you know, money. Uh, mm-hmm. So money doesn't buy happiness. Mm-hmm. It buys opportunities. Yeah. But it doesn't buy happiness. I, I, I just think that that I see the hard work. I went through all this and I survived. Yeah. And it was hard work. Yeah. And it's so cool. And now you're enjoying yeah. everything that you're doing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the, the next part is A. Uh, which is awareness, right? And, and one of the things that I that I believe on is it's your awareness is depending upon your frame of mind and the way that you think, you know, because there's a spectrum of awareness. Just as, like you just said, uh, uh, your aunt said, I can't believe that you guys didn't go and kill somebody. Right. Uh, that's one end of the spectrum. On the other end of the spectrum is um, kind of like where you are right now, you right. know, uh, um, a self-actualized, individual a person that that found their place found their way through adversity through obstacles through all that uh to be where you are right now which is a good place so can you share some of those 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 things that made you aware and, and those things that that why are you more instead of being the the opposite you actually are where you are uh, I mean, again, I know that this is kind of difficult because the you have to reflect on it and think about it, and, and, and but 
you become aware of yourself right. and you chose not to do damage but follow what Bob told you, which is make the world better. Well, part of the awareness was that I was aware at an early age I didn't have a prison body. <laughs> you know, <laughs> being young, dumb, and, and 100 pounds soaking wet, I wasn't meant to be somebody else's bitch in prison. Right? So I was aware of that from an early age. That's a good awareness. That's a good deterrent. I'm just going to say. That's a good deterrent. But you know, seriously, you know, uh, I could have done some things. Yeah. I was scared me. I was aware. Wait a minute. If I get caught, um, this ain't going to end well for me. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I think also I'm very aware of what I have. Okay. And how easy it is to lose it. Yeah. And, and I'm not talking about material things, right? Yeah. I replace a house. That's why I got homeowner's insurance. Yeah. I'm talking about I see others lose their family. Yeah. I've seen people claiming to be this great person and they're stepping out on their spouse. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're not spending time with their family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm aware how quick that could be gone. Yeah. Right. For, for my actions. Mm-hmm. Right. You yeah. know, I could be selfish. I go out there and, and, and run around. Mm-hmm. I didn't come this far to, to go to lose my family. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's scary to me. Like it's not just losing my wife. Right. And I won't lose my son, mm-hmm. but you know, my stepdaughter, I don't call her my stepdaughter because there's nothing step about her. No, yeah. But if I did something stupid, I'd lose my grandkids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I got to wait till Jill gives me grandkids. Yeah. yeah. I ain't willing to do that. So I'm aware of how this all could go yeah. away rather quickly. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and it keeps me grounded. Mm-hmm. Um, the final part of the skier is actually a return, right? Uh, and again, you're talking about the hero quest. You return and you're back, and you and you outline some of the the uh, the things that you're doing right now, moving forward into the journey, and the things that that you value now: your family, grandkids, the the idea to create something new, uh, new adventures. So these are the value things that you have right now. So as you continue on um, on on this journey, and you start thinking about it's finality. Right. What, 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 what's your mind frame as you, as you go through that? And I mean the finality, the eventuality of, of us ending as individuals and dying. Well, uh, you know, I'm an atheist. Uh-huh. Obviously with my background, I like, I asked that question quite frequently. Where are you, God? <laughs> Never got an answer. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm an atheist, right? Uh-huh. So I just think it's, that's it. Yeah. It's like the Sopranos. Go to black. Go to black. <laughs> I'm, to I'm, black. I'm serious. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It, it is that simple for me, uh-huh. right? And so whatever, if, it, if it's one day or, you know, I always say I'm going to live to 105, so I've got 52 more years. <laughs> Y'all stuck with me 52 more years, people. Uh, <laughs> <Right>? 105, <laughs> um, like right at the You've all it's been like, warned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so. It, it is about leaving a legacy that my mm-hmm. kids and grandkids would talk about. Right. Remember Abuelito? Yeah. Would, yeah. Abuelito would do this. Yeah. And and I don't want them saying that as a kid. I want them saying that to their kids. Yeah. yeah. Saying, remember when your Abuelito said this? Yeah. Right? For sure. That That's what I'm striving towards. Okay. You know, that, that's it. I mean, I, my legacy will be mm-hmm. that I truly cared about other people. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I know. Yeah. that that nothing can make me happy you know yeah. so if you, if you look back at it and and 
52 years from now and you're around and you you're up there speaking, <laughs> right? Well, I'll tell you this yeah. about Mike. He, was he a can't fan. see or anything. Right, right. He's you already know. getting there. Yeah, yeah. Like, so he's, so he's gonna, the microphone is going to be him. Like, <laughs> like, hey, move the mic. Uh, this is going to be me for <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, like you're doing with me. Hold this, hold this, hold this. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, just you'll be saying that Mike was truly committed to family, truly believed in family, mm-hmm. and truly cared about other people. Yeah. And if, if for my story, mm-hmm. that's the ending. No. Wow. No. Yeah. That's Hollywood right yeah, there. Yeah, wow. Yeah. For real. Wow. Right? Yeah. Mean, no, no, seriously. And yeah. I'm not saying it to like blow smoke up anybody's like whatever. I, it's like I'm taking a back. Yeah, I just lost weight. I don't need to be bloated. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just really blown away by your story because I've known like little bits and pieces. And then, of course, I'm, you know, we're friends on Facebook and I've spent right. time with you and your, you know, your wife and whatnot. But I don't I didn't know you like I, I know you now. And that's like made a seriously different. Um, it's, it's made an impact no. on me. And yeah. it's funny because I, I, my conversation with Magda, she's like, "Would you let it go?" Already? <laughs> I'm like, "No, it's who I am." And she's yeah. like, "I, you know, I told her I was coming up here to do this, and she's going to want to look, and she's going to yeah. be like, why 'Why'd you say that?'" Yeah, she's going to be on me. Yeah. yeah. So, so finality it may be, you know, uh, once this gets uh, put out there, the very next day if she sees it. I may go to black then. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe no. you said that about your family. Well, the chocolate that's going to fly. She's just going to throw yeah. that and just, yeah, ah. be done. Probably. But, but Mike. She's uh, too sweet. She's that's too not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, okay. There's a reason I sleep with one eye open. And one of the things that I had to kind of like wrap this up and bring it up to a conclusion is that first and foremost, thank you so much. Thank you for sharing and being so open. because Vulnerable. Share this stuff. Personally, these are things that I've that I've always known about you, and and that's why I always uh, kind of you know will st- will stand out for what you have done and for who you are because I've always seen this side, and a lot of people don't really get to see that side. And when we started a Soul's Quest, you know, I wanted to have individuals that that really embodied what what they're what they're what what they really are you know uh, we, we focus on three generations you know gender uh the young generation trying to f- define their path uh um the the middle generation to have a path but are unsure what was going to happen and individuals like ourselves who have been through some through life and have arrived at a place that that what really really matters in it is family friends and the idea to explore and create and you embody all that and 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 that's what a what a soul quester is all about you know um and and not so much that you held it in it's that by you living it there's so many people that have benefited uh and learned from it and i could go down the list including myself and a lot of people that i've known that have grown under your tutelage and your mentorship um, and I want to thank you for taking this opportunity uh, to do that. Yeah, oh, thanks for having me. Can, can I tell my chicken story? <laughs> tell, tell your chicken story. That's right. Why don't you Jesse doesn't chicken? know this. This is for Jesse. Yes, Jesse, this is for Jesse. This. this is the chicken story. You got to hear this. this oh, is I, don't, I don't eat chicken. Oh, that's right. Yes. That's right. I, I thought you, you were going to... You were you talk, because you were talking about chickens and stuff with your on your, your, your family's land and whatever. So I was thinking yeah. that. But yes. That's why. Oh. So mm-hmm. I, no, 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 let me rephrase that. I don't want to eat chicken. Okay. <laughs> You'll eat Mag- everything else. You just want to eat chicken. Magda makes the most incredible chicken cornbread blue. And when she makes it, I will devour it. Okay. Okay. But she doesn't make it often. Uh-huh. So unless there's nothing else to eat, uh, you know, 
like I was at Craig's camp and he made lunch. We were up there working and I wasn't going to go ask him to go make something else. He made chicken. And I was like, oh shit, I eat chicken. <laughs> but I don't eat chicken. Okay. I, you don't I, purposefully I, eat chicken. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Yep. So, huh. so there's people that are going to watch this like, now they know why Mike doesn't eat chicken. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So well, you want to hear something sense. funny? <laughs> we're doing a training one day. And this is, <laughs> we're doing a training one day. And they asked us, it, it was, you were doing it actually. And it was about a, a person that had a big impact on your life and so forth and so on. So everybody gets up and, and the lesson that you learn. So I get up and I take my, take out my wallet and I take out $2 out of my, my, my wallet. You remember this, right? My $2 bill that Ken gave me, right? And after, and, and after I finished doing my little thing, Mike says, huh, look, this is something else that we had in common, right? That, that he, he carries a $2 bill. So, you know, so it's, it's pretty interesting. So we sit in there. The reason why I bring that up is because when I was young, um, see, see the $2 bill, Amazing. See? just yeah, like that, you know, right? dollar emergency bill. So, <laughs> so yeah, you gave it away in Mexico one day, right? You <laughs> remember that. But anyways, the reason why I bring that up is because when I lived in the Dominican Republic, we bought some chickens, some little chickens and, and, um, you know, well, I'm I'm feeding them, I'm bathing in them, I'm just growing them up, and um, unlike Mike, though, I still love chicken, but that we had our chickens for for Christmas that year, <laughs> so I understand and I sympathize. Wow. <laughs> All right. So, well. so Jesse, my my two dollars in Mexico, I have had a two dollar bill in my wallet since I got my first wallet. Ever. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So from, from teenage years. Wow. Two dollar bill. I've had that two dollar bill forever. Mexico. So when I'm in Mexico, if I go somewhere, I just take enough money to go do what I need to do. Right. And I don't take credit cards. I, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll pay mm -hmm. with pesos. So we went downtown, Playa de Carmen. We did some shopping. Right. I parked. I totally lost track that I parked. Right. And I overspent and had no more money um, and didn't have my ATM card to go to the bank to pull out money. Right. My money's in the safe at the resort, which is about 20 minutes away. Right. So I go back, get my car. And, oh, oh, crap, I don't have money. Maggie got me, no. So the guy's like, well, uh, I was like, listen, I'll leave my chain. I'll, I'll leave my snorkeling gear, whatever it is. I'll leave. I'll leave my license with you. I'll come back. No. And so, you know, I was like, oh. And it wound up being $2. My parking was $2. <laughs> really? Yeah. So I said, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to give you this $2 bill. I'm going to give it to you to pay. I'm going to go to the hotel. I'm going to come right back. With the $2. I want With my $2, $2 bill back. Wow. Promise me. You know, I'm telling him this Spanish, and, and he's like, yes, absolutely. Really? I go to the hotel. 40 minutes later, I'm back. I was like, yo, dude, where's my $2 bill? <laughs> oh, <laughs> llegó el jefe, llegó el dinero. <laughs> I'm like, what? No way. What? I was like, yeah, so... I instilled that in Giovanni. He has uh -huh. a $2 bill. Uh -huh. He had two of them. Uh -huh. He had one in his drawer. Then I got home and I told him and he gave me the other $2 bill. And I, had a oh, wallet. Okay. I told the story to my friend Donna. And so in my travel trailer, above the front door on the inside is a $1 bill. Uh -huh. Because when I paid for it, I gave the guy a check and it was $1 too much. And I was like, it's on purpose because you're going to give me a dollar back. And that's my good luck dollar. Mother, yeah. and, and then I'm on the way home, I had two blowouts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so much for that good luck dollar. Right. And, and then I, Donna knew that story. She gave me a $2 bill for good luck to put above my 
RV. Wow. <laughs> and it was funny that he had the two dollars. That's two dollars. Like, yeah. yeah. like, pretty. He was like, "What? What? What? All this time? You like you never said this you story?" Said I'm like, like <laughs> in the middle of the train, I was like, "You never told me this." He's like, "All this time, you're walking around like, with a two dollar." Everybody's looking at us like, "What the hell are they talking about?" <laughs> <to the two laughs> we're dollar fighting in there, like, it's like all this time. It's like you I guys know. You guys have a lot of com- you have a lot in common. Yeah, yeah. New York, exactly. New common. York thing. It's yeah. a, a regions diploma. Regions diploma. It's the regions diploma. Nice. I appreciate you guys you know, having me on and and all the help you've been giving me with all the feedback as i get into video stuff and all that and uh, mm-hmm. you guys are awesome man. we'll keep learning well, together you, man yeah. we'll keep learning Definitely. together to uh, continue the life's quest and the and our and our individual's quest and our collective quest because yeah. i think that's We're not what, going anywhere that's yeah. what's important Definitely. so we, we we have uh we leave saturday go to salt springs come back tuesday uh-huh. mm. we leave again on july 30th that's a Friday. Come back on a Tuesday. We go to Blue Springs if you guys want to join us. Let's <laughs> take a look. We've been to Blue Springs. That's that's a good yeah, point. Yeah, that's a we good love point. it there. Actually, that's a good point. It's beautiful. By the way, I, I have now. F- we have enough equipment because I have the kayak and three paddleboards. Uh, you want to paddle kayak? My paddleboard had some issues, and I called, and they sent me a new one, and never requested the old one back. <laughs> so nice. I glued it back together, and it yeah. works perfect. That's the one I use. The new one barely used. So. All right. There we go. Let, let's talk about it when I finish my outro. <laughs> <laughs> finish your Mike, thank you so much yeah. for having us, uh, for being you. here. And uh, thank, you. No, thank you. It was a pleasure. Definitely. Yeah, it was an honor to have you here. It's, it's amazing. Thank you. No, Definitely thank you. a thank you. different perspective for me. So it's nice to know you a little bit more deeply, too. So it's, it's good. Oh, it's awful show. <laughs> you get it? I get it. I get it. Just, and our producer's not here today, so he's not doing that. Dinky, dinky, dinky. We'd be getting yelled at right now if he was. Here. Oh yeah, hey, thank yeah. you guys so much for joining us. I hope you guys, have Mike, in- Mike. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, no, because you're like talking this. to the mic. Oh, I'm talking to the mic. And yeah, you're talking to Mike. your camera. I thought you said Mike. That's right. We'll cut it out in post production. So I'm talking to this camera. Talking to this camera. Oh, I got you. I got you, girl. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of A Soul's Quest. I hope you enjoy it. If you do, please give us a thumbs up, subscribe, and share. And don't forget, check out our website, asoulsquest.com. See you next time.